time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gore and More podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, T.J. Bowser, and joining me is your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Chrisman. And Big Johnny D. What's going on, Gorehounds? And the killing machine himself, Bobby Amone. What's going on, guys? So today is June 1st, 2020, and we got a killer episode for you today with Amityville 2, The Possession. But first, it's time for your favorite part of the episode. Maybe not, hopefully not, the Slice Life! Big Johnny D, what'd you do? Well, sir, uh, as you know, we took our time and recorded our sixth episode of Wake and Bake yesterday. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't checked it out, go check that shit out. It's on our uh, D-Bag page. And uh, audio will be coming out soon enough. Uh, other than that, been uh, been back to work. So, woohoo! Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good feeling. Um, Earn that. Yep, <laughs> that's right. I uh, no, it's so now I'm back on a normal adult schedule. Um, so my games have diminished. Uh, still getting them in there though. Played a little bit of MK Aftermath today after watching. Uh, this amazing movie, which I just honestly cannot wait to stick my teeth into. Um, That's a different type of tone. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. And uh, I plan on tomorrow finally making it up to our beloved sponsor, Lance. Uh, I plan on watching Lost Boys when I get home tomorrow. <laughs> God damn Hell God. yeah. Just in case he pops in today and decides to fucking shit on me again. <laughs> but uh, no, man, other than that, just... Uh, you know, watching the world burn, kind of like the rest of us. Uh, yes. You know, and uh, head spinning, but opinions are like dicks. It's cool to have one. I'll keep Ooh. mine to myself. Uh, but Chad, how have you been, my brother? I've been well, thank you. Today is actually my Sunday. Uh, I had excellent and last week's three day weekend. We had to work Saturday, so I took. They gave us one day off instead. So Saturday was work, 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 and then we had the weekend off. Aside from that, not much is going on. I built a nice little playhouse for the kids. Ah, awesome! It Beautiful. Took three hours to put together, but they love it. It's 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 got it's, it's nice wooden. It's made it's made out of cedar, so it's nothing expensive. But it has like a nice little cool little dog house on the side for the dog. Mm. The kids love it. So yeah, it's oh yeah, dude. Yeah, it's something they can call their own their little clubhouse. And I beat God of War over the weekend. Nice. Ah. I can say I understand why you didn't want to spoil the ending for for me. You know I wanted to play it. You didn't spoil the ending. Is it tasty? It is. Ooh, it's I like that. It's so good, dude. <laughs> it's so good, and it's I cannot wait for the next one on PS5, dude. So do you want me to do you want me to spoil it? Since we since you guys aren't you guys does anybody else hear that? No, uh, they can't hear, it, but we can. Okay. What's yeah. that? No, we, we have in studio noises you guys can't hear. Don't worry about That's it. That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll with that. Shout out to Dan, Brody, Mickey. What's up, guys? Yeah, what's, what's up, up gentlemen and ladies? You know, the ending when they said that the, uh, the son and his mother were giants and he's part giant, and they say, you know, who he really is. I was like, wait, what? 
Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he is uh and you you know, obviously taking the name at stake, you can't think Marvel Universe when taking in No, because this is based on the old Correct. Norse mythology where Odin was a complete asshole. Right. Mm -hmm. Total douchebag. So yeah, it was a so I mean I feel like we could say it, dude. It's been kind of out for long enough, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it turns out, uh, TJ, hmm. so throughout the game, uh, Kratos and his son are going to to take uh, the son's mother mm -hmm. and the ashes to the top of the mountain. Okay. The mountain. So they find out that actually the tallest mountain that she wanted buried on is in the realm of the giants in Jotunheim. Mm -hmm. So they have to, you know, figure out a way to get there. So by the time they get there, they find just as they go to reach the summit of the mountain that their whole life story has been chronicled and written on the walls. And it turns out that the boy's mother was a giant. So oh. A giant and half god. And he says to his father, was it coming back down the mountain, that it was revealed on the wall that his uh, mother wrote his name, which she presented to the half giants. So oh, okay. He's Loki. No shit. The boy's Loki. Yep. Dude, Dope. that was such like a fucking like just neck tingling moment, dude. Like, like that whole, like I was just like, ooh. <gasps> Like, like what oh my god dude like <laughs> and that whole like when you and i hope it i hope it kind of still goes into the next one but like you see his you see loki's life story already and potentially yeah. he's supposed to kill kratos because like there's a whole fitting theme of like every god kills his own father mm -hmm. and they're just like well we're not going to do like that but it's essentially already written so it'd be really yeah, dude, like, I'm so fucking stoked for the next one, dude. Hype City! It's gonna be good. You know Thor's gonna show up and kick some Ooh. Bro, the dudes in these ones were just ridiculous. That first fight alone. Balder was fucking badass. Fucking right, man. Holy shit. Oh, so good, dude. <laughs> we are all shared up. We are gay. But yeah, so like I said, fucking I, titties. I started Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. Nice. Which is pretty fun. I love the Assassin's Creed games, so Yarg. 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 Oh, and today. Today we went to um Arby's for lunch. Oh, what'd you get? Uh just the regular roast beef. Mm. But that's the first time we actually got to sit down at a restaurant in like three months. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Was it nice? That was nice. It was really nice. Did you get the meats? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of meat, you know. Plenty of meats. Plenty of meats here. <laughs> oh, have you ever size Have you ever got the special sandwich at Arby's where it has literally all the meats on one? The sandwich? Meat Mountain, I think it's called. No. Dude, the Meat Mountain, sixteen dollars a sandwich. I've done it twice. Mm. I know oh, that. Hey, Bobby did something like that at White Castle not too long ago. No, Bobby is the Meat Mountain. Oh. I was gonna say that's what he calls his dick. I. <laughs> 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 <Anyway. sighs> You got your hiking gear, honey, for what? Because you're climbing Meat Mountain. Terrible. I did not sanction this. Meat Mountain was also Meatwad's name for one episode. Oh, okay. Shout out to Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Hello. That's a great show. But no, that's it. That's that's all that's going on. Bobby, how about you, buddy? Uh, it was a busy weekend. I was actually, I was working yesterday. So, and then, uh, Saturday was a family day. I finally was able to go to my grandmother's after two months of not seeing her basically. Grandma! So it was 
to go up there and see family and as uh uh what else i was on a date again saturday night so Ooh, it was nice. wonderful i'm liking it and so, so, it's all good which is wonderful is day, right? and then this is oh, the wait, this is date number three this is that means johnny put out yeah. Oh, yeah. did he put out this time? Nice. <laughs> you know it. Hey. Only for Listen, John. Man, I'm a two date man. I don't need to wait to number three. He I parted know. the deep cheeks and let him off the high dive. I mean, right. oh. <laughs> I told Bobby to put his hands behind his backs and I'll do the work. <laughs> Johnny took care of me. That's right. <laughs> it was good. And then <laughs> put him in perfect diving stance then. <laughs> Take me to Crystal Lake, why don't you, Johnny? <laughs> oh, fuck. But uh, this week will be uh, cosplay work on uh, Jason and a few other things. And that's really about it. Been quiet but busy. TJ, what about you, boss? Hey, guys. So let me tell you about my week. So my week was fun-filled as usual. Chad, I do have a Leatherface mask over there if you want to get that and take a look at it on air over there in the box uh i'm making you get up and you know you want to look at the math just as much as anybody else so chad will be right back guys i just have to travel a couple feet but other than that i did a couple podcasts here a couple podcasts there today i cleaned the house and then i cleaned up the studio a little bit got a new plant in studio and it looks fucking fantastic yeah have you named it yet (laughs) so Updated the website a little bit. Got this awesome new mouse pad that has a built-in wireless charger. It's going to make things really fucking cool. Everybody seems to uh, think it's a pretty cool. $5 at Walmart today. Fucking steal. Nice. Smoked up some uh, beef ribs and a rack of sirloin rib. Uh, like a sirloin roast. Did that for seven hours. Yeah, pull that bitch out. Michael Abadi Studio sent me a Texas Chainsaw 3D mask. Here we go. Ooh. Oh, look. Oh, nice, that. dude. Bitch, that's that nice. Look at what nice thing it's displayed on. Look at that. Great Now, Chad, uh, you can attest to the hair. The synthetic hair is the best. I mean, I know, right? <laughs> Uh, that's a good review right there when it's just like ugh. you could feel the creeping you could feel the creeped outness in uh chad's voice now that it, uh, that is painted to the basement scene as you can tell by the mouth he just got done eating <laughs> so you got the red shirt and everything lined up uh, yeah hoffman actually has that over in memphis right now he's dirty awesome. up. i actually nice. found myself a nice thick red flannel shirt which uh, i will be doing cover art uh leather face rather than basement and the only reason I'm doing that for anybody who wants to know is that basement leather face has a specific shirt on that is different than the one in the cover art. It has a specific uh, pattern, which is really hard to find and you have to get it specially made. So in order to subvert the cost and my quote was 275, but fuck, I'm not doing, I'm not taking the time to make that uh, oh. was what the guy said. So my only option was to go and look and see what else was used in the film. So fuck the film. I went with promotional materials. So on nice. the art for Texas Chainsaw 3D, he's wearing a red flannel rather than that special textured one. So I went with that. And then I, of course, I found a uh, Dickies has a like a dress pant line. Well, they have a high waisted one, which fits the whole leather face because he has like 70s clothes on in that. 
So if I just get myself a nice ass caught, I'll be ready to go. <laughs> Ooh. By the way, since we're talking about... So in other words, it's safe to say this mask here got its red wings. Since we're talking Ooh. about shirts, TJ, show up that sweet shirt. Yes. So uh, I think it's Michael over at Gutter Garbs. Fuck yeah. That's wonderful. One of the most confusing movies ever. This shirt is awesome. I also got a couple other shirts, including a shirt from Slaughter High, Chopping Mall, yes. uh, The Return of the Living Dead 2 and 3. I also have my new Elvira button-up, which I will be debuting on a future episode, Ooh. and my new hat, which is like, uh, what is, I can't remember who the fuck. I, we were just talking about it before the show. He called it his dad hat. My dad hat. But they said, but it, but the dad hat, it, yeah, it's a black hat and it says more brains on it. And then it has the company's name written in Japanese on the back. It's really neat. Uh, but they had a half off sale. Their button ups were like 55 bucks and you can pick them up for 25, 50. And I was like, fuck. Oh shit. Nice. Yeah. Damn right. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'll have to do that. I'll show you. But you guys need to go on there too. If you guys want to like pay way too much money for a button up shirt, they have some really cool ones with licenses. <laughs> But the only fucking reason I would ever buy anything is if there was a sale from there. Uh, like Chad, I didn't tell Chad, uh, and he got mad at first, and then I uh, kind of explained to him that they only had uh, Elvira and Rambo on sale. Uh, yeah. So unless you like big-titted women on your shirt, of course, I'm going to wear that. Uh <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Be obscene. See, now you just said big titted women on shirts, and I, all I can think of is the old school Big Johnson shirts, dude. Because I used to have a bunch of those. Wow, that's a very right. That's a fuck. Wow. Chad, Chad, put that sexy mouth closer to your mic, buddy. There you go. Oh, sorry, the mic moved when I got. Sorry. Yes. Oh, you're fine. Better. Yes, much. But yes, that was a throwback there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think. We're ready to go on the episode. I would say it's time. Okay, guys. So this week's movie is Amityville 2, The Possession, not the Amityville Horror. Chad will get into that a little bit later. I just want to say when I looked it up on the show notes and everything, I actually had to put in Amityville 2. I put Amityville Horror 2, nothing came up. Yes. Really? Uh, Yes, it makes searching for it extremely difficult. Yeah. Interesting. So directed by Damiano Damani. Damiani. Yeah, holy fuck. Bobby, how do you say that? Yeah, no, you said it right. Damiano Damiani. Okay. Written by Tommy Lee Wallace. Wah, 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 wah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Dardano Sacchetti. Produced by Ira N. Smith and Stephen Grenwalt. Starring James Olsen as Frank Absky. Burt Young as Anthony Montelli. I'm not going to say the last name from here on out. Ratanya Alda as Dolores, Jack Manger as Sonny, Diane Franklin as Patricia, Brett Katz as Mark, Erica Katz as Janice, real-life brother and sister there, Andrew Prine as Father Tom, Leonardo Semino as Chancellor, yeah. Moses Gunn as Detective Turner, music by Lalo Schriffman? Schriffman? Yeah. Cinematography by Franco Giacomo. Giacomo. Franco Giacomo. You just said it. Giacomo. Edited by Sam Osteen. There you go. Sam Osteen. 
pictures. Released September 24th, 1982. Runtime of 102 midgets. Budget of $5 million. Grossed $12.5 million. Let me... <laughs> well, it was an increase. So it was a success. Yeah, you know, they made their money yeah. back. Mm-hmm. It was. Trailer time. Chad. Uh, there we go. Yeah, that's there we go. Ding, ding, ding. The night of February 5th, 1976, George and Kathleen Lutz and their three children fled their home in Amityville, New York, and never returned. For them, the horror was over. Their living nightmare shocked audiences around the world in the Amityville horror. But before them, another family lived in this house and were caught by the original evil. The Lutzes escaped with their lives, but the previous owners weren't so lucky. Bless our new home and watch over us as we become a part of this. For the Montelli family, it He's was their so dream pissed. house. <laughs> until right. into a nightmare. Who's there? Also, can we talk about after this is over? What one of the best pop shots I've ever seen. No. What evil Ooh. could drive their son to madness and destroy everything and everyone he loved? <laughs> Now, Amityville 2. That was a cool shot. I like that. I love that they ended it with the biggest, the big explosion too. Perfect. I mean, is there any other way to end a trailer like that? I, I mean, no, dude. I mean, if you got it in the film, yeah, you got to use it, right? This is the second movie in a row, Mark, that ends with an explosion. I mean, not complaining, and I don't think Michael Bay would either. <laughs> he thought he was the originator of that shit. Also, uh, to briefly touch on the cinematography, this fucker is ambitious as all hell. Yeah, it was, dude. I was impressed. <laughs> yeah, thoroughly. It, it was like a, it was a. This was the amusement park of of sick ankles, bruh. Oh right? my god! Yes, yes. And this was dope. This was, dude. It was good. Tablecloth. The tablecloth special effect getting pulled off and then thrown with nothing touching it. That was very. Oh, it was just so well done. Everything. Oh, okay, guys. Uh, did we have any uh, DKB? Is Brody comment on here? See if we give him a call. Yep. He was earlier in the. Yeah, he. Okay. He said so, uh, Chad, let's uh, let's get the plot rundown. All right, let's get the plot rundown. Eager to start afresh, the unsuspecting couple of Anthony and Dolores Montelli, along with their four children, move into their dream house in Ooh. However, <laughs> right from the very first night, strange paranormal experiences shatter the Montelli's fantasy as the restless spirits of the dead and the new home's dark secrets 
open the unfathomable, unfathomable black portal of hell. Now the family's older son, Sonny, has become the perfect vessel of destruction as the invisible demonic forces claim his father. Claim his soul. Damn it. Can Father Frank Adamski claim the infernal Amityville house? And will your dark lord of knowledge learn how to speak properly? <laughs> Only time, Stay tuned next time. listeners. Stay tuned <laughs> next time on Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> two, ep- two filler episodes later, Goku has learned to drive the car. Yeah! his pants. Oh my god, I'm so glad you brought that car driving episode <laughs> up, dude. It's such a random fucking one, too. Can Chi-Chi be a bitch? You guys need to go drive a car and learn conclusions. Come on, bitch, I'll fly. Yeah, why was she so worried about him learning how to drive? I don't know. Even, Pic- <laughs> even Piccolo got put in line, dude. He's like, you're the stepdad in this situation. Like, fuck off. So, guys, before we go any further, let's give uh, yes. the Gorehounds a ring-a-ding and move on from there. So, first up is the DKB. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Let's give him a little boost. Hold on. Hello. Hey, Baroda came my double gang can back up from down under. What's up, buddy? Not much, my amigo. Just getting my shit ready for work. How you doing? Pretty good. So this week you watched Amityville 2 in preparation for this week's show. Thoughts? What do you got to say? All right. Well, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, so it was good to actually revisit this again. Um, but... I'm going to start off with the opening score. I absolutely loved it. It reminded me of uh, Pet Cemetery, you know, of the children choir and that. Uh, but it just fitted well for that long dolly shot of the house during the credits. Beautiful. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, the cinematography. Now, old uh, Franco did, was it Giacomo? Yeah, I think I got that right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually did a pre- pretty decent job to not only capture, like, the overall tone of the first one, but... Um, adding that extra layer of a new age um, of camera techniques, I found was <clears throat> really good. Like for an example, like when, you know, when Sonny comes up from the basement, we, we then follow him into the living room with that overhead shot. And then it pans down to a front slash turn shot on him. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I can't remember if it cuts, but then we follow him like with a close mid shot up the stairs. And I just felt they re- they did that really well to create that unease and uh, tension for the viewer. Uh, I'm going to jump to uh, two scenes I loved in this. And when the sister puts the ba- uh, plastic bag over her brother's head, oh, yeah. like, holy fuck, this completely caught me off guard. I was, Black <laughs> I was Christmas like, much? This shit just, yeah, pretty much. I was like, shit, just got real. Um Oh, it was crazy. Like, caught me off guard, something fierce. Um, but, um, yeah, the other scene I really liked was um, when Sonny was, like, possessed, killing his family. Like, because, like, the, when the priest wakes up, you actually think it's a dream. But, no, they flip that on you, and it's like, holy fuck, this was real. Yeah. It really it really plays with you because you can't feel sorry for the family, especially after their father being a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> And it's like Bert Young was staying in character for this, like, because uh, Rocky Three was filmed at the same time. So it's like we'll just grab Bert Young and have him as Paulie in this film. <laughs> A little darker in this than Rocky. But yeah. Oh, also, like, I was looking at the uh, the poster tagline. I'm like, fuck, this kind of actually spoils the film when you read it because it's like this family. It basically it 
states that they don't survive. Like if, if you know what I mean, if, if you actually, yeah, if you read it, it's like you fucking spoil it. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. But yeah, no, overall, I think it was actually not a bad film. Yeah. It was actually pretty decent. Hell yeah. Awesome, man. Well, uh, thank you for, uh, wait, what do we, what would you give it out of five? What would you give it out of five? Ooh, I would actually give it, um, be honest. Well, I was going to say 2.8, but I might actually give it a three just because of the cinematography. My man. Okay. That's a, there you that's go. a fair score. Yes. So DKB from yeah. down under gives it a three out of five kangaroos. Okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll catch you on the next one, buddy. Awesome. Cheers. Take it easy, boys. Yep. Later, boys. I mean, guys, him. God damn it. <laughs> Bobby's ready for bed. <laughs> it was a long day. <laughs> all right, buddy. Yeah, all good. So, guys, moving on. If anybody else wants to be called during the episode about this film, drop a comment in the comment section and we will give you a ring a ding. So, guys, we all love this film. We kind of discussed it a little bit. Anything else we want to say before Chad peeks behind the curtain? Okay. So, so I was uh, obviously this is a sequel from our first season. Pre-sequel. Of, uh, pre-sequel, yeah, but still, it's in our year of sequels, I should say. Right. Uh, it's still right. Amityville Two. Yes, that is true. Uh, dude, it was. I don't know about you guys. This is my first time personally watching it. Uh, and I loved it, man. Like it had some good gore, uh, as we mentioned, dude, like the super nods to evil dead. And I would also say the exorcist because her, his makeup. Yeah. Black Christmas. Yeah. yeah. There was flat out ripping off exorcism. There were, yeah, dude, the makeup was like legit exact, dude, especially like the creep around scenes and stuff. And almost even when they were kind of fucking with the father and it like went back to the sister in the corner and she's like. Oh, you know you were thinking about fucking me. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> she was done with super 80s horror too. So dude. many like, references. Yeah, I mean, this movie took it to the next level with the uh sheer amount of Pornhub material. I mean incest material Bro. that's on here. Oh, let's oh, get into god. this. Yes. All right. Okay. So Bobby, All right. Hold on. Bobby, Wait a minute. We're gonna talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> All of us here. All four of us gentlemen here. When this movie opened, they get to the house and you see. The two older of the kids upstairs. Answer me one question. Did they act like fucking siblings? No. Not really. Yes, they did act like fucking siblings. You're right. But I thought they were a fucking couple. Yeah, I did too. And and I didn't check the Wikipedia immediately because I was like, oh, maybe they're a couple. And then as things progressed, I was like, oh, fuck. They didn't change it at all. This is just, uh. So, like, at, at first, I was like, oh, the demon's making them do it. And then I was like, no, they were doing this way before. Oh, yes. They were thinking about it. She yeah. was too comfortable to be like, oh, here, let me take this off for you. Right? Like, she I'm didn't like, even, like, try to fight that. She was like, oh, yeah, I'll get naked in front of my brother. <laughs> like, this is, like, it, it's the only, this is not normal for this. When they were kids. Mm-hmm. They had to. Oh, they were. <laughs> As uh, Pornhub search results have proven us, this shit sells. <laughs> <laughs> 
Horn Hub has yeah. has definitely put the nail in the coffin. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter if they're step siblings because parts of Virginia, this shit's trending. Apparently, uh, <laughs> <laughs> parts of California too. Jeez. Uh, oh, 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 oh. oh fuck! So I gotta say, this is definitely our first movie with incest scenes. Yes. Yep. Or as they say in Alabama, incest is wincest. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Dude, this movie was, this has to be the most uncomfortable no. movie we've oh, watched Jesus. so far. Because watching oh, yeah. Kurt Young slap his entire family around. Thank you, man. <laughs> if, that shit, if that shit doesn't boil your blood, dude. Like, oh, a little Italian, man, dude. I swear to God, that, made, that pissed me off. I was like, oh, you're fucking. Dude, dude. it was intense. Yeah, it was man. Like, just, and, but in real life, he's a sweetheart. Like, he is a sweetheart of a man. Well, he definitely played also, the father yeah. well. Earlier, we said as the episode progresses, our lighting will get better. Yes. Look at the lighting now. <laughs> we look fucking fantastic. Oh man. Oh, okay. Like that whole, but that whole scene of like. When he, uh, you know, he's beating the kids and then she fucking runs up, scratches him. And the two older siblings come down from probably fucking in the attic. Tense. And, uh, and then he comes up with the gun. And yeah, he comes like, up with a shotgun, dude. And you're just like, bro, this is like I 15 minutes. I was like, this is like 15 minutes into the fucking movie. Like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, like this all. Kill the pig. This zero to 100 real fast. Yeah, dude. Which, I and mean, the- they kind of already like, you know set the tone right from the beginning when the the son pulled up and the father was just being a straight dick about or dick to him right you know right there but holy fuck man he amplified it quick the quick within the first night he's beating the kids with the goddamn belt yeah and and like they even acknowledge that it's changing them and they do nothing about it they're like oh we're here it slaps the kid in front of the priest And, and i also like how well written this movie is is that they don't come out and say it but they they pretty much say it through dialogue that whenever they're not at the house, everything's fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that because he was definitely, I would say at the very least, mentally abusive somewhat, making the kids say yes, sir, no, sir, to yeah. him. Right. Because like he, he even straight up came to his son. He's like, you know, you're not too old enough for a beating. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. So he already fucking probably beats his son still. Like, uh, Still. Uh, oh, man. He, he just played the abuse. No, I'm saying his family well. was fucked up already and then <laughs> pretty much amplified and this pushed them over the edge. And they were expecting this this house to be like, I think, oh, let's start fresh. I think the, in the house made it worse. The house amplified. Yeah. Big time. You know, I'm kind of sad that my uh, Vinegar Syndrome Amityville collection didn't come. I really wanted to have the house sitting up in the background somewhere. Oh, nice. You've got a potted plant. So, I mean. <laughs> Is that yeah. a pot plant or a potted plant? Uh, potted plant. Okay. Sure. Either way. Fantastic. <laughs> Feel the fern. Yeah, there's a couple things in this movie. Like, they, <laughs> like she asked the priest to come over and bless the house. Like, like the priest do that? Is that normal? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, if you maybe 30 years ago when religion was a lot more, you know, still more popular than it is now, maybe. Well, I mean, usually people who are if they're very religious and they move into a new place yeah they'll go get it done if they want it done it doesn't I even mean, have to be a bad place i just want it done 
Well, it's the equivalent of just pretty much like lighting sage and walking around your house and doing the same thing, you know? Like that depends on your religion, whatever you want to do. <laughs> well, then again, that's not really. Never mind. What's that? Pull up what Brody said in the chat. That's hilarious. <laughs> let me. Let me. Oh God. <laughs> Bro, yo, yes. okay, Brody. <laughs> oh, that's funny shit. It's the eye of the time. version. Brody Kane just said that he would. He was hoping that uh, Polly, the Bert Young, would punch the priest's eye shut, and I, the Tiger, plays as he fights the demon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. He's got to go. Chad, you're still coming in like a little like. Yeah, Quiet. you're a little low. He he doesn't uh, do like this. He's not as. Uh... Is that better? Oh, you gotta get the you gotta get the lips like vibrating off. Chad, say something, baby. Suck my ball. Oh, daddy. Still a little low. Still quiet for so like it's still... literally right here. Yeah, I know. I don't know why it's. I mean, I can still hear you, but yeah, I can hear you, but it's just it's faint. It's faint. He's faint. I promise you here. There, Chad, talk now. How's that guy? I can actually hear myself this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a little better. Yeah. yeah we just got to really push Chad a little bit. We got to push him over the edge. You know, we got to push him there, push him there. You know, there we go. Now talk. <laughs> hey, man, I just want to hear your sexy voice, dude. I got to hear yeah, notes. Hear you when you get these facts. Notes, notes, notes. So I think, it should, is it that time? I think it's, oh, yeah. I guess I still got a couple more notes here. So uh, the part where he's going around and he, not exactly spoiling because everybody knows this happens when he's going around shooting his family. The rifle he was using, did it have a suppressor on the end of it? Uh, uh no. I think that was a choke. Was it? Yeah, that yes. wasn't a suppressor. Yeah, because th- I'm pretty sure it was a choke just like for a shotgun just to help to disperse. Okay. Okay, so I wasn't sure. And uh, like, <laughs> like we mentioned, uh, so... He does kill his whole family, which we knew about because it's talked about in the, uh, the original, which is actually the sequel is. Mm-hmm. And there's still 30 fucking minutes left. Of the movie. <laughs> I thought the movie right. was so sweet. And I looked like, there's 35 minutes left. What's yeah. like, what else is there to do? Yeah. You you took the biggest like part of the movie and you're like, eh, we're going to put it right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Because they never talked about a possession in the, the first movie now. If you or the second movie, if you because this is a right. prequel, they don't talk about a possession or or a priest who was possessed or or died. None of that actually ever happened. I'm pretty sure that was made up. He ever actually said he was possessed by a demon. He just heard voices telling him. Right. Mm-hmm. So catch him, kill him. Possession thing that completely veered away from the the storyline. Lance is here. Where? Where? Howdy, honk and tonk and Lance. What um, Brody just said. Interesting. Sounds you, Lance. And, uh, and I want to add there's more horror in this movie than the Amityville horror. Yes. Uh, yeah, actually. Lots, lots more, dude. You call it the Amityville war. Yeah, the first one was definitely a uh, slow, 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 slow burn. Slow burn. Yeah, it's still a great movie, but it, it's slow burn. I, I, I prefer the Ryan Reynolds one myself, but. What? Never watched it, and I love it, dude. No. What do you mean, no? Uh, not even Ryan Reynolds could save that remake. What? It's terrible. I loved it. That's terrible. like saying you like the Psycho remake over the original. Oh god. 
what the 1999 Vince Vaughn shot for shot legit yes. remake, except for an, an additional masturbation scene. No, I'm good, dude. An additional masturbation scene. That thing was like beautifully like lit. Like <laughs> I've never the seen a shaft the, cast a shadow the, in that the way. way. The light bounced off his cock was just amazing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Welcome to the shit show. It's a shit show, all right, man. Uh, that's, that's that's what I had written down for the movie anyway. Uh, uh, anyone want to discuss it more, or shall we get on to my juicy notes? I'd like to hear some notes. I, I want to hear some notes, buddy. Yeah, yeah let's go. Uh, the house in this film, as in the original Amityville Horror movie, is not the actual house as depicted in the novel, as that dwelling was unavailable to shoot in for both films. The house in both movies was a colonial-style replica situated in Tom's River, New Jersey. So the house that they used for filming in the first one is the same house they actually used in this one, too. Nice. Okay. It just wasn't the real house. According to an interview with George Lutz at website horror.com, uh, he wanted the sequel to be based on John G. Jones' book, The Amityville Horror Part Two, which, as I was telling TJ before we started recording, was completely different. It actually dealt with the demon from the first slash movie following the Lutz family as they, you know, tried to go on their lives and move on. Uh, so Poltergeist 2, pretty much. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, pretty much. So, so however, producer Dino De Laurentiis, in conjunction with American International Pictures, made this sequel based on Hans Holzer's book based on the murder called Murder in Amityville. Uh, Lutz sued De Laurentiis, but was unsuccessful in getting a disclaimer. Uh, he was unsuccessful in suing, but he successfully had a disclaimer put on the posters and promotional material that said the film had no official affiliation with George and Kathy Lutz. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, as, as we mentioned, looking through, uh, Jan and Mark Montelli were portrayed by real-life brother and sister Erica and Brent Katz. Okay, nice. The Montelli family in this film were fictional characters loosely based on the real-life DeFeo family. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I have nothing. What is that? Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, wait, what the one family is based on real life and stay family. There are a few creative movies, for example. The movie shows the family just moving in the home at the film's beginning and being murdered weeks later, when you realize that the family has lived in the home for about nine years prior to All of the children's ages are correct for the most part, but one of the sons was omitted from the movie. The Fayo family had three sons, not two as movie shows. What the hell are you doing, Bobby? <laughs> I'm bobbing. Shut up. He's bobbing. Bobby's bobbing. You got a problem with my bobbing skills? The incestuous relationship between the older siblings was based on Ron and Dawn's rumored incestual relationship. The older son was also shown to be a clean-cut average young man where Ron DeFeo was a drug addict with a criminal background. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yes. After director Damiano Damiani's original cut was shown to test audiences, several scenes had to be cut for various reasons. One of them being the negative reaction of audience on the scene where Anthony anally rapes Dolores. What the fuck? Whoa! What? The scene where Sonny and Patricia have been obsessed with sex. Uh, that scene was added to the script by Damiani, who really wanted to upset the viewers. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Holy fuck, Yo, dude. The autonomy would have been the, the, <laughs> the, the, the fucking, yeah. Sexual while the uh, some other deleted scenes were shown in lobby cards and stills from the movie, like the scene where Anthony's sitting outside the house drinking and cleaning the gun, and a scene where Jan is pushing Mark's head under the water while he's in the bathtub. 
I swear to God, the it's like the, the two younger ones are trying to kill each other too. Well, I yeah. think the real life story, the, the, the kid kills himself, right? Like in real life? I think no. so, yeah. Wait, so, what's that? The guy who who kills his family. No, like, he's still alive. Oh, no, he was in prison, dude. That's good. Yeah, he just got in life. I double-checked that okay. before I even started the show. Uh, only one deleted scene was ever released in some form. It's called The Lost Soul Scene, where souls that are within the house appear in front of Adamski during the ending of the movie, he blesses them. But no actual footage was released, uh, but the UK Special Collections Edition includes several stills from the scene. Uh, Prince photography was <clears throat> March 8th, 82, at the same house in Palms River. The previous film was used. Uh, after two weeks on location, the studio finished shooting in Mexico City. Ah. Yeah. Huh. In the same year, 1982, the movie was released. The film's screenwriter, Tommy Lee Wallace, wrote and directed Halloween 3. And they were both movies and sequels. So. Uh, even though this film was marketed as a prequel, it is often debated whether or not the film is actually a prequel or a sequel. As the family massacre contradicts the opening of the first film, the family is awake and chased around the house by a possessed Sonny with the bodies removed in the morning. When it is well, and then the family was murdered in their sleep with the bodies removed in the middle of the night. Yes, I did notice that too. Yeah. Uh, the events of the first film and Georgia Kathy Lutz also mentioned in the film's tagline as having been preceded by this film despite being full of elements that occurred from the 80s, such as The Walkman. Mm-hmm. The 70s. Uh, the presence of 1980 Tark, 82 cars, televisions, etc. Uh, so technically speaking, it's an unrelated standalone film that just happens to be based on an earlier part of the story of Amityville, while seems simultaneously being set in the present day of 1982. Ed Warren and Lorraine Warren, <laughs> famous paranormal investigators and demonologists whose stories inspired the Conjuring films, served as demonology advisors for the film. The Amityville case was their most famous investigation and was adapted for the opening scene of The Conjuring 2. Yes. When Father Adamski is blessing Dolores' room, she asks him to bless her bed as well. As he prepares to bless it, Dolores screams when she sees blood on the floor. As she's screaming, an extremely quick scene appears of a man standing in a very dark room. Oh. The scene can really only be seen in a frame-by-frame shot. Hmm. So, Yo, her screaming uh, was holy fuck, dude. Yeah, seriously. That was some hamming up screaming right there. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, blood coming out of the faucet at the beginning of the movie. She's like, eh, whatever. Yeah, like, right. wait a minute. How, I'm surprised that wasn't a question. Like, how do you just like, huh? Goes back to water. Uh, <laughs> really? Stress from driving, I guess. In an interview, screenwriter Dardano Sachetti described Amityville 2 as a missed opportunity. The project originally had no connection with Amityville horror at all. Uh, he was working on a film called The Ogre with producer Dina De Laurentiis in London, and it's a horror movie about an ogre terrorizing family. We'll get back to it later. Prolific hmm. uh, author Colin Wilson was brought on to collaborate on the script. Then De La- Dina De Laurentiis contacted Damien Andemimani to direct The Ogre, which Dardano felt was a mistake. Uh, he disliked the script for The Ogre and told Dardano that he would convince Dino to change his mind to make another movie instead. So, Damien did so much that he demolished The Ogre and so the project was shot. So he quit doing this movie called The Ogre for this. Uh, then he broke off his relationship with Dino De Laurentiis and I'm going to resume it a year later to shoot this movie. Okay, so, The Ogre movie, we know about that. We can talk about, do you know about that? That was actually no. brought, up, brought into... Uh, the demons. demons. Yes. Demons yes. Three, the ogre. Yes. So it didn't wow. the light, but it's, it has no connection to demons whatsoever. Aside huh. from just the name. Okay. 
And the image, finally, the image that the haunted paintbrushes paint on the bedroom wall is that of the demonic pig Jody that we've seen <laughs> in the previous film. Ah. Okay. All right. Yes, we Thank are. you, Alyssa. all I have for behind-the-scenes stuff. There is probably more going through different interviews and stuff that I just did not pursue. <laughs> That's fair, man. I don't like fair enough. Interviews. I did cut a lot of stuff out behind the scenes because of a lot of people talking about quotes from the movie. I don't want to hear about their recollections of filming. I want the actual cold hard facts. Not just- the cold hard facts. We do real journalism here, people. That's right. Damn it. He had to walk, he had to uh, crawl through a mile of shit to get to behind those scenes uh, facts. Oh. <laughs> well, anything with Amityville, whether it's the first or second or third fucking one, yeah, it's gonna be a lot. Uh, yeah, I, I'm super hyped to watch these, especially the TV ones. The TV, oh yeah, dude, yeah, these are gonna be fucking. Great. How many comes in that box set? I wonder. Four. How Four? Yeah. I wonder how many. Like, if you actually just look up. All movies with Amityville in the title, though. I wonder there's how eight, much actually come. Well, there's eight movies in the in the franchise, kinda, and then total. Uh, I don't even want to think about it. I was gonna say there's probably a ton of fucking ripoff. Fun fact: oh, yeah, my grandmother, are. my late grandmother, grew up a block from the house. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. gosh. I just want to say what's up to my buddy Alyssa, who just checked in and said, first time watching, bunch of nerds." Yes. Yes, yeah. we are. Yeah, I'm Big gonna, time. I'm gonna harass you at work tomorrow, Woody. <laughs> oh. Awesome. Yeah. You pulling a Woody? So, check oh, your- check your snap, Mr. Bowser. Oh, shit. <laughs> Can it be made public, Brody? <laughs> What's that? Can, um, if oh. Brody's listening, can you make it public, Brody? <laughs> God damn it, we need our fucking soundboard back. What the fuck? Today yes. has been. <laughs> uh, oh, I, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that was awesome, guys. Well, thank you, Brody, for supplying us with that segment. Yes. Don't hurt yourself, Brody. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> okay, guys, anyway. moving on. Moving on with our review. All righty. So, uh, this was kind of hard for me to come up with some big questions because oh, yeah, it's I was just kind of, I was just, well, that, and I don't know, I was pretty just like entertained by the movie. So I, it was hard for me to like remind, remind myself to take notes as I was going, <laughs> but, uh, uh, this is going to be a hard movie to hate. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it is a hard movie to hate. Really? Even Sarah okay. liked it. Like I said, as uncomfortable as it may make you, it's still an entertaining movie. Yeah. Yeah. Beating the shit out of your kids and having incest. That's all there. And apparently yeah. raping your wife. Oh. Yeah. I'm really glad they didn't show straight up butthole rape. You know, I'm pretty sure just... like everywhere else other than this other than our country, that, that that's common. Like Middle East. I'm oh. pretty sure that's that's I'm, I'm gonna guess that's common. Oh. I would hope not. Yeah. Uh, you're... 
I, yeah, I they throw people off of roofs over there. So right. <laughs> we do, we do here, let's but... remember this here. Uh, so when he was getting possessed, the gun just kind of floats away. Where the fuck did it end up going? Because it just was like floating there. And then it did that sweet like pan shot up his back. And then he turned around. Also, and just is that gone. spare room a portal to hell? I think that's what that was supposed is to be. Is that was? I had no idea. And it's also different. When you look into it, there's no wall back wall. It's just a black oblivion, which is why I think that. Yeah, well, just because that was just the foundation of the house. Yeah, but like the house is built on top of the ancient burial ground. Yeah, I suppose. So, like, that could be, like, the portal to, like, the spirit realm or some shit, because, like, it doesn't show no wall or anything. Yeah. Well, that's also a different spot than what they had in the other one. Yeah, it was. This one was definitely way more poofed. Exactly. Like, I felt felt bad for that first guy who went in there, man, because he literally just got poo dropped on him. And we never heard if he had any problems. Also, nobody's going to mention the stand on the fucking door. How, how the stand magically appears on the door whenever he lifts the door up, but it doesn't oh. to prop the door open. Yeah. Huh. I didn't even notice that. I, yeah. When the dude goes in it to check on it the very first time, uh, he lifts the door up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whenever the, the ghost is seen going through it, he lifts the door up. When the kid goes in it, he lifts the door up and a fucking stand falls and it props it up. Oh yeah, and it uh, yeah it going inside with the that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, Sarah pointed it out. She's like, well, "Where the fuck was that the whole movie?" Right, everybody's just using the flap. It's like, oh, yeah, man. and there's, there's a prop. A... Yeah, there's a fucking prop there. Yeah, nuts. Straight. <laughs> so we kind of already talked about it. And I didn't. I didn't really look. Like I said, this was my first viewing, so I didn't really like look too much into it before because I didn't want to spoil it. So I was going to ask, you know. Do you guys would you consider this actually a prequel or almost a retelling of the story, but as a sequel still? Uh, I, uh, Borderlands the, two. And the only reason I say that is because <laughs> my first my first thought was the windows were already nailed shut. Well, that was something that the Lutzes did in the first one when the windows kept opening. So they nailed them shut. Right. So that means they would have bought the house after the Lutzes. Uh again. Borderlands two, Borderlands. So re, the, what do we want to say? Like Evil Dead two, like re-imaging, like yeah, yeah, it a little bit. I don't know though, because if you think if this was a sequel, the way he killed his family, you know what? Somebody would have said, "Oh, that's exactly what happened to the first family." That's Chad, true. Multiverse, multiverse theory. There we go. Yeah. Chad, like uh-huh. Chad said, it's just another story within the franchise, so. right? The Amityville house exists in all fucking frames. <laughs> You know, I will say I did like that the house in itself was more of a character in this movie, too. Yeah, way more than the uh, first one. So oh, here, yeah. here's why we're probably confused. So is it it's marketed as a sequel? Yeah, correct. The only the only reason that we're having a problem with it is that the actual or origin of the story predates the Lutz's account. And that's also happens to coincide with the similar story with this. So I think that we're just we are connecting those two and are just calling it a prequel because we have it in our head that the events happened before that because in real life the events happened before that. But right. in film world the these events happened after. 
So this is a sequel. It's just I think we went in with the pre with the predisposition that this was a pre sequel. Okay, so in the first movie, did they give the name of the family before? No. Yeah, that was the um, oh, it's the DeFeo family. DeFeos. Yeah, they did say that. So did they name them? Because if they did, I'm going to go on record and say this is the sequel. Okay, then that's what we're going to do. Because that's what I was saying. Like this is just a, essentially a retelling of the DeFeo family, but it's just another family that just happens to have that same dynamic coming to the house. That's like how that's kind of how I would take it. But and my last question actually that I have is uh why in the fuck would a police allow a priest into a crime scene? Yeah, that was a little like, he just came wow. in, he's like, I'm their priest. But, like, okay, oh, well, but like, that was weird. Small town, small town, different times. And also, whenever he picked something up, they bitched at him. Yeah, they did, which I thought was so, funny that they even let him in there, though, because they were like, hey, don't touch that. This is a crime scene. I think within the context of when the movie was made and how things are then, you know, it's like, That's oh, I'm their, I'm their priest, I'm their priest. And I think th the whole point of that was is so they can bless their bodies on the way out. Right. Well, yeah. He does that. And, like, nobody questions it. And they don't say anything to, like, prompt it. He just They just naturally stop it let him open it and then bless them and then move on. And he does it three different times. So I think that they assume that he's there to bless the corpses. Right. Just say yeah. it. I mean, that's true. They didn't know. He just woke up from a fucking fever dream dude. to rush Evening robo. Fuck. Hey, oh, what's up? Robo. Fuck. If you watch this movie, robo. Fuck. Let us know. And we'll give you a little ring a ding. But yeah, man, that's all I got for questions. Unless you gentlemen, uh, Brody, in the later films, the Amityville multiverse is actually a thing. Just, really? Yes, uh, because the four movies that I'm getting in the box set have nothing to do with the house. They were all items that were in the house at one point, and then their story, their offshoot stories of cursed oh. items that were in the house. All right, interesting. So, and then there's Amityville one through four, and it's one, two, three D. And then four is the curse, which is another random offshoot story. And then we have those other ones. Yeah, I was gonna say like there's like Amityville Dollhouse. I think I've seen yeah. some bullshit. Yeah, and then there's the TV movie. They're still making Amityville movies as we speak. Yes. So there was one that just came out uh, recently. The Awakening or something? Yeah, the, uh, with uh, what's her name? Bella Thorne. I think somebody told me they watched it. I can't remember who I was talking to. They said they watched it. Bella Thorne. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, Bella Thorne's a Huh. Man. That would be a hell of a thing. Like, if we reviewed all the Amityvilles, we'd have to do, like, a couple of them in one episode. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. That'd be, that'd be a total mind fuck of a series to watch, because right? it goes all over the place. Well, guess what? It's in the, it's in the list, so... <laughs> well, uh, the first four, or at least. <laughs> Doesn't mean Again, uh, John and I had this discussion. Sidebar time! It's been a while. We have the time. Uh, John and I had this discussion yesterday, yesterday about potentially doing paywall stuff and producing bonus content as commentary and stuff like that. So what if we were able to do shorter reviews for these movies that we'll probably never get to and then put them behind a, like in a Patreon or something and then have the Patreon dump into the same account that we dump into the donations. Yeah. I'm not. I'm definitely not opposed to that. I'm not. For one, that, that would help Chad with his uh, I have more patrons than you uh, thing that he would love to say. So, and then it would also help us with, uh, you know, donating that. So, because I cause definitely he's going to do that now. Uh, see? 
<laughs> we don't have to prove anything to anyone, but we want to. That's such a beta move. <laughs> Big time. You are the end of the notable. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think oh. that, that's definitely something that we can do uh, as it is super easy for us to produce content. And even if they were just in a capacity of audio only and we were able to bang them out in a half hour and we were to come up with some sort of uh, shortened version of the show notes, you know, without the slice of life, and we kind of just get into it. I think that would be something really cool. And then on top of that, doing let's plays uh, with our, you know, me versus John on, a, you know, Power Rangers or doing co-op on stuff. I think that would be awesome as well. And then also yeah, just having a schedule of what we're going to create that month, releasing that and then putting whether that's behind the, the paywall or not. I, I, I don't know. I just think that there's a progression to all of this business stuff. And I think that that's the direction that we could head in the future, especially with the redesign coming up of the website and all this ambitious shit that I want to do moving forward. So, yeah. I agree. Do it. You know what, you know what we should do as far as doing like the Patreon episodes that you brought up is we should save our Friday the 13th yeah. Ooh, that would be good. Yes. Yes. I like that. Those should yeah. also have commentary. I know, man. We definitely need to do a live commentary over video, man. Because when we were doing it yesterday with fucking Maneater, that was pretty fun. But with the four of us doing it, oh my god, it'd be a fucking riot. <laughs> I, I just all I can think of is rights issues that pop up here. Right? Yeah, but if we do it behind the paywall, it's not a problem. And I already thought about it because Vimeo can do private streams with private links. So if we do it in a private setting with Gorehounds and then provide them with that link, then they can be invited and then watch that. So they can essentially have a watch party with us while we do it live with the commentary. I've already thought about it. I've already, yes. And it's fairly simple. Also, that content can be reused. Uh, let us know what you think, Gorehounds. Like, we're always yeah. listening. So, you Listen. know, if you like that idea, let us know. Yes. There's a lot of people here that can make a lot of content. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. So, moving on with our review. Where are we? We are on douche. Oh. Douche. That's easy, the daddy. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Right? That's not even a contest on this one. That's the only right answer. If somebody, else, if somebody else said something else, automatic slap to the face. Right. You can't even say the son. You're like, no, man, he was possessed. The dad was just straight up a dick. Straight up a duck. Dude, a he reached straight duck. Man, like that brought back memories, dude, when he reached for that belt. I'm not going to fucking. <laughs> I never got a belt. I, I had a little PTSD right there. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, man. I usually got the wooden spoon more than the belt, though, but. I got yelled. Oh, there's a Goremore watch party right now in the Rants in the Black Lodge group. (laughs) Awesome. So, all right, we definitely all agree on the douche. So now we are on to Chad's questions. Yeah, we are. And favorite kill is kind of, they're all killed the same way. So I don't really think that really applies. Everybody was shocked. Yeah. um, Okay, dramatic. Dramatic? The mother was pretty dramatic. I would say the youngest boy. The youngest boy. Yeah. Because uh, the fucking lightning, when lightning strikes. Yeah, you mm-hmm. see something standing behind him. Yes. 
Was it the young daughter that he was standing over and the feet were twitching a little bit? That was a little fucked up too. He did it like what four times to her? Yeah, something like that. I mean, you knew, you know, everybody that's seen the first movie, and you know, you knew it was coming, but uh, oh, Brody, (laughs) right? Fucking a man! You're like, wow, you guys did that fast. Yeah, exactly. It's like holy shit. But uh, yeah, that's it. Kill wise, they're pretty much. They all happen at they all happen in the same fucking scene, and they're all pretty much the same style kills. So yeah, yeah, essentially. <laughs> I'm, surprised, I'm not, and honestly, I'm surprised he didn't just unload the whole fucking gun of his father. Yeah, because that fucker. Right. He deserved everything he got. You know. Which wasn't yes. very much of a problem. Yes. See, when he held the shotgun first up to his dad, when the whole family was doing their like little freak out thing. I honestly thought when he first grabbed it, I thought he was just going to fucking gun. Why didn't you pull the trigger? (laughs) Why didn't you pull the trigger and kill the big? I liked how that, I did like how they utilized the Walkman for all that, though, for the voices. Kill the big. Kill the big. (laughs) (laughs) That voice, oh my God. Okay, my my, my voice hurts now. I think the the voice that they used, though, kind of sounded like the possessor to me. The possessor. Yeah. <laughs> the possessor Yo, small, super small sidebar, and I know this is gonna super upset TJ and Chad, but uh, guess what popped up after suggested watches after I watched this movie? Oh, what? The dentist. Ah, <laughs> we got to do the second one soon, don't we? No. Oh God. Chad took that shit straight off. Oh. I flat out Brace yourself. <laughs> I like the tagline. Oh, well, what's the tagline? I don't even know. I thought it was brace yourself. Brace yourself. Oh, brace yourself. That's awesome. So, best scene, gentlemen. Best scene. Okay, possession. Boom. I'm going to say it because everything fucking explodes after he gets possessed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, I would have to agree with the TJ on that. I mean, the, the whole movie was really good, but like that was just like the complete chaos where it just started to really unravel. So yeah. The special effect of his body reacting to the possession was pretty dope. It was like yeah. uh, his entire stomach cavity was uh, cramping. It's, right. It looks to me like that fucking demon using it as a trampoline. Right. <laughs> I think it was just the way the camera was used. It worked out perfect. I think if somebody explained it to us, I think that what they were going for. But I just think, like Chad said, the way that we see it now is it looks right. like a trampoline. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to, I did like that scene, but I'm actually going to have to go with the uh, exorcism towards the end, dude. I actually like enjoyed that whole scene. Oh, he fucking. Um, the whole the whole ending from where the priest enters the house on. Yes, because that whole, like, especially when he starts, like, mutating more, dude, and his, like, necks open up and pulsating and shit, oh. and his skin starts fucking cracking. Like, I just love that shit, dude. It was awesome. His fucking face just completely peels back, and you see the demon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. That's pretty badass. It was kind of a weird, uh, it looked like a small little pumpkin head or something. Yeah, kind of. Super smooth. Oh. Little pumpkin head. Small little pumpkin head. And little, a wee little man. Yeah, I gotta look and see what pumpkin head two is on our list. I can't wait for that. Oh, that is such a. That's I thought. I think that's like fall time, isn't it? Print. Oh, is it? Oh yeah, and we might be. That might be hard for us to find. So I don't know. Oh. 
we'll find that it. Might, that might be one we might have to just take off the schedule. Well, we'll see as Let's we hope not. Yeah. I'll look and see if I can find it available anywhere, but yeah. Mm. But that's, that's so, something I'll figure out later on. Right. So, gentlemen, did the opening scene hook you in? Yes. I... The opening scene was just them going into the house. I was going to say, the opening scene was just them pulling up the driveway and showing up to the house. So I don't know if it really pulled me in. Oh, shit. We're going to watch this? Yes. I understand you. You want to dominate like your bishops and more. I can give it to you, Adamski. Sonny, if you can hear me, resist the unclean spirit. Will it? to leave your body. You've decided to do this on your own, without the support of the church. You are disobeying the church. Now you are alone, Adamski. <laughs> For all you uh, audio-only listeners, we are watching the scene in which we were talking about the head splitting. Uh, this is the show, the uh, video. So, this is the showdown. Yes. This is the show. This is like Clint Eastwood rolling into town. Depart. Oh, what is that? High Plains Drifter where he's a preacher? No! There we go. This is the money shot, guys. Flee. Yep. Evil spirit. That's like advanced doggy I style. I command you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the name of God. In the name of God. In the name of God. Dude, look back. There we go. That is some straight Evil Dead one. That's that noise you make after you take a nice dog. I love that neck split, dude. Dude, that is. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's cool. Let it be me. I'd be like, fuck you. He could take it. Let it be me. need for the explosion but it was so good <laughs> oh my god he's back to normal shit and spending the rest of his life in prison yeah right oh my god oh <laughs> where's my sister Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys. So uh audio only listeners just to remind you that that was the scene that we would just reference with the neck splitting open. So moving on to did the opening scene hook you in? It's just driving in, so kind of meh. Nah, Actually, really. wrong. It was the panning shot with the credits. Oh, where you got a couple of nice little leaves going across and everything. Yeah, that was it was a nice shot. It was one 
continuous shot of the house the entire way around. Right. But not only around, but up. So, yeah. I just think it was really well done because it was one continuous shot. And I know damn well that's like fucking 30 takes later. And you hear that beautiful opening. Yeah, and you can tell it's all dolly work too. So, like, it's just, uh, yeah. A lot of a lot of effort went into that, so right. I appreciate it on a different level. Now I feel like I have to go back and uh, take it in again. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think Brody's gonna be agreeing with me in the comments. Uh, no, I mean you're right, dude, because that was a nice. Because I was even wondering, I was like, oh man, they get like they actually get those leaves. In the because nice, when like, it comes down to it, it's not yeah. about the possession. It's not about the demons. It's about the fucking house. You know, the, the entire franchise from here on out revolves around the fucking house, not the right. family. Right. So That's the fact that the opening scene focuses around the house sets you in the mood, okay, this is an Amityville house. You know, they don't have the Amityville horror name anymore, but, you know, this is still the fucking same thing. Right. All you need to do is you see, you got to see that side shot of the two windows on the other side, or, you know, with the fireplace going up in the middle. Yep. That's it. And then boom. Every DVD cover of these movies, it's the house. That's it. So what's fucked up is here was our next questions, which is best tits hottest girl. It's supposed to be underage within the context of the story. She was actually twenty. Okay. Uh, so we we automatically have to default to this, or are we are all gonna have like MILF syndrome? Uh, no, the yeah. The sister was pretty. Yes. yes she, was. she did uh, have nice nipples. Yes. Was a perfect, perfect, nip, perfect nipple placement. I was just going to say. <laughs> if you could take away her incestuous uh, tendencies, uh, she's she's a winner. She uh, just seemed to be way more about it than actually the brother did. Like, obviously, like, the brother had to be possessed to do it. But she was just like, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, exactly. She was like, oh, sure. Why not? My, no, no, no. The funniest what, part of that. Where did she come from? She was the French foreign exchange student. Better off dead. Ah. Really? Yep. Now, real quick. Everybody else noticed in that scene, he pulls out her panties. He's just like, my panties. What? Where did yeah. this come from? <laughs> right there. Yeah. You knew where it was going. Again, I think Dan said uh, earlier that this I is think you know where it is about to go. Oh, fuck. Brody, the bowel baby. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Brody said the demon looks like his, oh, uh, his bowel baby from this morning. So, uh, did the score set the mood? Absolutely, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was good. Fucking banger. The score was way better than the first one, I thought. Now, we can't really do best song. No, yeah, there, that's no kind of a song here. But we can do favorite character. Oh, it's fucking heavy. I'll, I'll just say uh, I saw a Doors poster. That was about it. <laughs> yeah. There was a Doors poster in his, in his room. Yeah. So, favorite character. Dude, I got to go with the priest for me, man. Yeah, the priest is pretty brave. Actually, yeah, that that was gonna be my pick. So yeah, the priest. I don't know why like, you I, want. I, I wish they, him. <laughs> I wish they had. I wish it was kind of maybe more focused around him the whole time, and not as soon as like, okay, we got to the end of the movie, but we're gonna keep going. So now we're just gonna make it about the priest story, essentially, yeah. with dealing with it. I should have brought this up earlier during our general discussion. I was sitting thinking maybe it's the sister, my favorite character, character, and then I'm sitting here thinking it. After she had sex with her brother, she went to confession and seemed real, like she really regretted it. And then later on, she's talking to her brother about it, and she says, 
She's like, do you feel bad about it? Because I don't. Mm-hmm. Ha! So- and then she was like, don't ever touch me again. Yeah. Again, in, in order for you... See, if it... if Okay. If they worked off the angle that the entire relationship was based after him getting possessed and then that causing the incestuous activity that would have made it scary and kind of gross. But the problem is, is they are established them as having an already incestuous relationship and then continued that as a subplot throughout the film. And even progressing that relationship and even coming to a conclusion with that relationship by the end of the film. And that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Right. Like just when he's flirt, just in that first scene, like you said, when he's flirting with his sister and he's like, Oh, he's like, you're not my type. And she's like, oh, my tits aren't big enough or something like that. And I'm yeah. like, wait, they're actually having this conversation? Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's not, yeah, that's not normal. Yeah, no. The house. That's just how they work. <laughs> they didn't even have to move to Amityville for this movie to happen, essentially. No, they had this tits talk before. Now it's just a new house. Let's start over. But I'm saying, like, you know, the dad could essentially just let him to insanity where he was going to kill his dad anyway. So. Yeah. I think I'm going to agree with you guys priest yeah 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 he's a valiant motherfucker right the whole family was just fucked up mm-hmm. that's an understatement i mean the mom was just kind of a battered woman really yeah she was the biggest victim but yeah. the two younger siblings they were trying to kill each other yeah yeah and at the same time trying to protect i mean actually the kids are literally just uh pugsley and uh Wednesday. Wednesday, Adam. Yeah, yeah but without the comedy elements. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's what you strive Can for. We need to <laughs> Can I kill him, mother? Oh, man. Was it scary? Was it scary? Uh, disturbing. Yes. Yeah, disturbing more than anything, really. Or unsettling. What did we say? We said unsettling earlier. Un- but un- very unsettling. Unnerving? Yeah. 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 That's for sure. Just abusive incestuous shit just you're like all right this is a, this is a fucking roller coaster ride <laughs> and it started literally the minute it started there was no yeah there was like a put it this there was a whole 10 minutes of eh, 15 minutes in boom gone taken off mm-hmm. yeah okay guys uh, so does it hold up, does it hold up today? Yeah, yeah yeah you know actually i i think it does, it does. yeah i agree I think better than the original. Yes, yes, much better, much better. I love the original, but this one was just a little bit more. It's I thought the acting. I thought the acting on this was good, like very it's much like um, Hellraiser two to Hellraiser one. Fair enough. Yeah, but I don't think Hellraiser one's that fucking garbage though, compared to like what Amityville one is. Yeah, I just did not enjoy the first. Yeah, it's just trash. That's fair. It, it felt like I was watching. Yeah. And basically, <laughs> right, it kind of was. Um, so yeah, I mean, acting dude was good, you know. The yeah. father is always great, he's been good in all the Rockies and shit like that. And uh, I think everybody played their roles well, man. Yeah, everybody pulled through with what they had to do. And- the mom screaming yeah. might have been a little over the top, maybe a little bit of blood harvesty, yeah, kind of like that mom, but you know, it worked. Yeah, it, I agree. We all did it, so yes, it was good. So this is a this is definitely uh, I feel TJ is going to sink deep into this next question here, but uh, gentlemen, did you like the cinematography? Oh, 
let's talk about the cinematography. Yes, I, they, the shots yeah. were wonderful. Yes, wonderful and adventurous. Uh, so many different techniques and different styles were utilized throughout this film, and they never stuck to any particular one. And uh, things ranged from uh, you know panning shots that were literally on rails or on tracks. Mm -hmm. And then there's, there's also some uh, handheld POV shots. There is just some crazy fucking bouncing fucking crazy. It's yeah. Yeah, dude. Just the, you you know, you you get some intense zoom ins, like, you know, like we love with our evil dad. Oh, and the zooms. Yeah. The pull aways and the zoom ins. And then some of the framing with like the head turns. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like it's all just so perfect. And I, you know, I commend this film on the cinematography and, uh, what other to add to films? that, can I add to that? Yeah. I, I also enjoy the, the lighting of this film. Uh, yes. I was just here thinking about that. Yes. Well, it, it, I mean, dude, like just the crazy greens and like the shadow use they use. Italian cinematographer. Okay. Us Italians know what we're doing sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah I, agree with John. Italian. I agree with you, John. Like the lighting of this movie was really good. They outlined everything perfect. Really? Well, in the American. What was that, Teach? He's not done anything in like the American realm other than this film. No shit. But he's been super active up until 2004. Uh, He died in 2016, sadly. But he was super active up until 2004. Hmm. But it's all Italian films, so we, we've never even seen them. And I don't think a lot of them are horror. And I mean, you can even tell that a lot of these angles weren't really made for horror. Hey, it worked. Yeah, it worked. No, man, it was awesome. This they is the Michael them. Bay of horror films. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I mean, we got an explosion, but it, it's still nothing to the explosion we got at the end of Slugs. Like, True. that was literally a whole town fucking blowing up. It's awesome. What a movie. But, uh, gentlemen... How do you feel about the premise of this movie? Amazing. Yeah. And the fact it that it's based well. on something that actually happened. Yeah, it ended very right. well, I will say. Yeah. And uh, unlike the original, which was kind of like a fluff horror movie where everybody just escapes fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not so much in this one. No. <laughs> yeah, not so much at all. Escapes. No. What was that, Chad? Sorry. Not even the priest escaped because he was possessed at the end. Yeah, he was cast. So, though, so. <laughs> have you gentlemen seen the third one? Because I have not. I have three D. Is it is the does it continue from the priest getting possessed, or is it a full different like? I don't believe so. Well, okay. that's it. The only reason I asked that is because I know the cover of three has that weird little demon hand on the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looked very. It looks kind of similar to, or like pretty much what the demon had at the end of this movie. So I didn't know if it was yeah. like a direct continuation. Like you see the demon, it pops out. It has the the well of souls or whatever that is in the first movie is in this one, and the demon uh. actually its head pops up out of the water. Oh, mm. okay. Part of okay. The and it burns some dude's face off. Oh, nice, y'all. We gotta watch it. I'll melt your face off. Okay. Uh, R. Yeah, let's do the triple R, not the Roadhouse. Recycle, rewind, remake. Only Chap will get that joke. Uh, <laughs> it's a steakhouse. <laughs> Texas Roadhouse? Yes. No, no, it's, it, it's, it's Jankass version. Uh, oh, okay. 
Recycle, rewind, remake. I'm gonna rewind for days, my yeah. yeah, rewind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I enjoy this way more than I expected. I I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. So, guys, it's time to give this a bloody VHS tape score, and we're gonna start this off with Chad. Oh no, you guys always start. Johnny, you go. Okay. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna give this a solid three five. Uh, it had good effects. Um. It was very entertaining. Uh, you know, obviously some things could be better. Like, actually, you know what? Fuck that. Scratch that. I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to even go a little. Because you know what? Now that I think about it, like, there was still a lot of good, like, blood gushing scenes. They gave you the gore at the end. I liked the lighting. Like, sound was good. And it made me uncomfortable as fuck. So. Yeah, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Bobbert. Yeah. Um, 4.1. Strictly for wow. the fact that this is that movie that, I mean, we reviewed a lot of movies, but this one out of all of them, yeah, it like, made me feel uncomfortable in a lot of ways. And for me personally, I watch a lot of horror. There's not a lot of movies that make me uncomfortable. So this movie's getting a good one. Okay. Oh. I think I'm going to give it four as well. I was okay. going to give it a three, five, but I sitting there thinking, you know, a lot of things that happened that made us all uncomfortable, especially the incest. And for the director, the boss made a full on sex scene got cut out and put in there just to make people uncomfortable. Right. An extra half star. So, yeah, I would give it an even four. I'm going to give it a 3.6. All right. Okay. So, what's the, what's the deal? Oh, it's a four out of five. Nice. Oh, four out of five. Nice. Yeah. What did the original get? Oh. Oh, shit. That's not a big deal. I'm sure it was, I, I'm pretty sure it was below definitely a three. Oh, for you, for 1.8. Wow. Holy. Not, a, not our lowest, but definitely right there. That is bad. Bad. The rift, oh. the rift still holds the champion for 1.3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to hold it for a while. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a hard one to talk. Unless we just decide to give one film a fucking zero. That it's so. No, it has to earn that zero, dude. It can't just. No, be that's what I mean. Like that film <laughs> has to earn a zero. It's got to be so bad. That we're like, what the fuck was this piece of shit? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm definitely happy with that review. Yeah, yeah I certainly am. Again, guys, this is on a sliding scale, and it also depends on the context of how much we like the film. It's not, you know, this. I'm sure this varies tremendously. Oh yeah, uh, like just remember, this film has 11 percent on uh, I think Rotten Tomatoes. So. <laughs> it did, but I think it had a five out of ten on IMDb, if I'm not mistaken. So it, yeah, it's halfway there, folks. Halfway there. Yeah, right. It's such an interesting. So what's next week? Next week is Big Johnny's pick. Behind the gonna, rise of Leslie Burns. Okay, so we're gonna go. We're gonna break the fourth wall next week. We are. Okay. Yeah, we are. This will be a first time watch for me. Uh, really? Yeah. I love turtles. I only keep pets that I can eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Fucking love that line, dude. <laughs> I, this is one uh, I actually told the wife that we were watching, and she enjoys it too. So she's because she didn't really. She's. I couldn't get her to watch this one just because of the timing, but she's like, we definitely need to watch that together because she we haven't watched it in like a few years. So I feel like, I feel like my wife would probably enjoy it. As mm-hmm. 
It's a good little slasher, dude. I like it. The ending's fucked. I love it. I'm sad we like never got the sequel. Like it's, real? We will... it's real? Right? Uh, no, I lo- I'm sad we never got a sequel, and I know they tried to do it with the comics, but that, you know, this is going to be all for more discussion for next week, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, any new horror news from you gentlemen at all? I got nothing, unfortunately. So. <laughs> Not at the present time, no. I've been a little off on it the past couple of days, so I got nothing right now. No, things have been pretty dry. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say besides you getting man eater, dude, which you know we covered yesterday on Wake and Bake, but there, yeah, there's no need to go balls deep nope. into man eater. Nope, nope, nope. As we've uh, already done that. Yeah. So I'm gonna say that maybe that's uh that's a call it then. I think that's about it here. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, guys, I'd say that's it for this episode of your favorite horror movie podcast, the Gore and More podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser. So, so, so signing off. This is your dark lord of all genders. This is Big Johnny D saying, see you later, Gorehounds. This is your killing machine, Bobby Moan, saying, I'll kill you later. <laughs>